Drunk Mythology Friends. I'm Kate. I'm Jen. And I'm the other Jen. And we're the Drunk Mythology Mythology Gals. Gals. (laughs) Wow, that was kind of close. I I had to speed up because you guys jumped in quickly. I was speeding up to kind of keep on times to like wreck your wrecking on purpose. (laughs) I I noticed you increased your volume at the end there. Yeah, I was like, like, drunk mythology gals. (laughs) We're going to nail this one one day. And then we will tear a hole in the space-time continuum and everything will be our fault. So I don't know. Um, yeah, so this episode is one I've been looking forward to literally for a while. It was supposed to happen uh, right after Loki Palooza because it, it was tied to a certain vacation and all this. So basically... Uh, it was inspired by a trip our fearless co-host and correspondent Other Jen took this summer to a fucking tropical island. And yes, that is trademarked. You can see the little TM in your head. And where she was meant to be contributing to the firsthand research of this episode, and you'll see why. And we were going to record this live from the fucking tropical island with her. <laughs> Um, she even brought her microphone and she brought her pop filter. Yep. <laughs> but power outages and, oh, I don't know, vodka kind of got in the way. <laughs> okay. First of all, the drink of choice had rum, not vodka. And I, I heard you use the word fearless. Yeah, I don't know about that. I'm terrified of heights and everything <laughs> on this island was just straight up. If you were not right on the sand, like it's just like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like a big rock sticking out of the the water. Okay. So I, before you go, I just have one thing because you're afraid of heights. Yeah. I'm terrified of heights as well. Okay. And, um, OG did, have you ever read a fantasy author called Terry Pratchett? Oh yeah. All right. So, you know, there's, it's set on this fantasy world called Discworld, and it's fucking hilarious. But there's a moment where Rincewind, the the failed wizard, explains that he's not afraid of height. He's afraid of certain depths. Oh, interesting. But uh, honestly, as bad of a pun as that was, it totally made sense because when I'm high up, like if I'm climbing, I don't care that I'm high up. It's when I look fucking down that I'm like, shit, that's a long way to fall. Yeah. Yeah, Deep deep water. Yeah. I I have issues with. Yeah. Deep water. Yeah. Yeah. I have issues with deep water. Mm -hmm. And I can swim. I, I mean, like, not, you know, I'm no Olympian, but I can... You're no Michael Phelps. I am no Michael Phelps. <laughs> um, but I can certainly, you know, dog paddle, and if I get tired, I can just flip over and float on my back for a while, and then dog paddle some more. So I can, you know, I don't have a problem. Yeah. I will, yeah, if the water is too deep, especially if it's in a swimming pool and you can see the bottom, I am like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> I can't dog paddle. You can't really? dog paddle? I, Why? I like, don't know. I just can even never Even dogs say- can dog paddle. <laughs> I may be a bitch, but I can't dog paddle. 
<laughs> no, literally, I every time I actually try to follow the instructions on how to dog paddle, I sit. <laughs> you read so, instructions? <laughs> following instructions? So like many there's people have tried to teach me. So many people have tried I, to teach me how to dog paddle, and I, I really want to like have a video of like watching you Google, like when you Googled this. Yes. No, I have had live instruction, and She's I cannot on do it. The, what is it? The WikiHow yeah. website. That's what I'm imagining. <laughs> uh, no, this has been like live in the ocean. Here's how you dog paddle, Kate. I'm like, I'm trying, and I can't do it. So I. You know, if I'm ever thrown overboard, my survival strategy will be to do the backstroke seven miles to shore. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so this yeah. island is yeah, vertical. So it's just, yeah, it's a vertical island if you're not on the sand. And it's like literally 17 flights of stairs through three buildings to get back to our room. 17. I counted them every time. This Every sounds like there was more than one time. Yeah. 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 But they, I mean, you stayed in a name brand resort. They had an elevator, right? Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> you, you made a little reference to this. <laughs> On the second night that we were there, just after sunset, the power went out on half the island. What? For what? Uh, yeah. Half the island. Oh my god! Power out. It's random, and it was f felt like four hours. Okay, in reality, it was just an hour, but it, yeah, you get the idea. Well, and it, it honestly, it, it's interesting that the half that went out included the resort side because, like, oh yeah, usually on those islands when they have a power outage, it's not the resort area. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so thankfully, we were in our suite, mm -hmm. but um, we were just one floor up from the street in our building. So I was out on the balcony, and I hear people talking about, or I hear the security people walking by, mm -hmm. and they're talking about people trapped in an elevator. Oh. <laughs> it was 30 minutes before a fire truck showed up to rescue those people. 30 minutes. So, in addition I'm a to being on out of there. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can't because you're trapped in an elevator and watch me climb and pop a ceiling panel. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would have. Um, so, in addition to being afraid of heights, yeah, I'm also claustrophobic. Yeah. So, ah. I I did not use an elevator again the whole rest of that trip. And I still have not used one since then. And that's been about two months. Uh, A little yeah. over two months. I, I understand the fear of height or depth. Um, I, I, I'm not claustrophobic, interestingly enough. Like, put me in Can one I of those, like, medical diagnostic no. donut thingies. Ooh, nope. I'm nope. like... I'm okay, too. Yeah. I'm like, eh, I'll just close nope. my eyes. It's fine. Or nope. even if I have to stare up at it, I'm like, eh. Nope. But anyway, I'm, I'm just saying, um, <clears throat> I, I do remember now getting the text that the power has gone out and your phone <laughs> is uh, limited. Hi, pod dog. Pod dog. 
Eric just walked in and Pod Dog is saying hi. Hello. Horseradish. He's, he's commenting on my claustrophobia. He is. He is judging your claustrophobia. He is judging but, me. Uh, I'm just saying it could have been the claustrophobia or the vodka or the rum, but something was messing with your perception of the setting sun. Oh, that's low. <laughs> to be fair, it was also messing with my perception of your settings. There you for go. About See? half an hour. And that, yeah, that's a story we'll post for the later. Picture with a story. Yes. <laughs> so, um, but we have other updates actually, because this is kind we of a big, weird so update much week. To update today. I know. So, um, OG, our yeah. little icon of judginess, Kiwi. <laughs> yes. How how did she do with the vet? Will she be able to get her spaying surgery? Yeah, she will be, thankfully. Yay! Yay! So, yeah, no so September will... of horror. Well, it's going to be in September it will happen. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but trust me, yeah. recovering from a spay is so much better than going through the heat again. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. But yeah, we were just grateful that the doctor felt it was safe. Like to understand like why this is an issue. Like our dog is like the most sensitive of sensitive dogs ever. I mean, she like is allergic to everything. When she got Aww. her vaccines, her whole face swelled up. Oh, so like we have to take a lot of precautions with her. They have to give her Benadryl before now. Yeah, we have to give her Benadryl before any vet appointment if they're going to do vaccines, for example. Oh my god! And so Aww. we just had to make sure that you know she's only four pounds. <laughs> And that's like with weight well, on her. Like she it, is that that's that's with her being heavy. Like is that <laughs> is she a teacup chihuahua? No, she's not. She's just a basic chihuahua, long haired chihuahua. She's very small, but it, yeah. I mean, I I honestly don't know much about chihuahuas, even though I've lived yeah. around your family's chihuahuas most yeah. of my life. But like I always thought they were a little bit bigger. Well, some, I mean, as you see, like some can be, but she, yeah, she is just really small. I mean, it, it is rare to have that small of a chihuahua. She was a runt. And, I mean, when we got her, she was only a pound. She's wow. a yeah. runt. Oh my God. She, she is. is the mean, judgy runt. Yeah. If anyone wants a, a frame of reference of what a pound weighs, when you go to your grocery store and you get the box of butter that has four yeah. sticks I was in it. just thinking of that. <laughs> yeah. That's a pound. Yeah. I mean, she fit in the palm of your hand. She still yeah. basically does. <laughs> yeah. Like the the heathens, when I got them, were about like six and a half pounds each. Yeah. I, could, I carried each one tucked under an arm yeah. in the middle of the night down the stairs Gosh. to take them out. Yeah. So like this is why it's a, a, another issue too is with the anesthesia. So like the, doctor, yeah. the surgeon said like they're going to have to do a special type of anesthesia, like just put her down and bring her right back up basically. So oh, wow. it's like a whole thing. But it's not a long procedure though. No, luckily. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember it, it's really just waiting, you know, the sedation while they're, you know, yeah. waiting to get prepped and it's kind of like actual surgery yeah <laughs> which oh. speaking of i had a uh, minor cancer surgery last week yeah. which is why things were a bit off i'm yep. recovering well still in some pain because yeah. um, there's there's no real solution to the pain in that area mm -hmm. okay <laughs> yeah 
no word on the pathology yet, but whatever. You know, I'm the mm-hmm. human nylabone. You can't destroy me. I just get a little more chewed up and scratchy. <laughs> Have you ever you know stepped? That's accurate. Yes, it really, truly is. I've been saying this for years. I am the human nylabone. Like, oh my have you goodness. ever stepped on one of those? Yeah. yeah. I grew up with dogs. Yeah. Yeah. I remember those. It's mm-hmm. on par with the Lego. It's pretty damn close. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. the the heathens uh, tend to bring their little nylabones into bed. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, every once in a while, I... I sit bolt upright because I'm like, Jesus, a werewolf just clawed me in the middle of the night. And, you know, it's my foot ran into Bandit's Nylabone. <laughs> and so we have a, one other weird piece of news. Um, yeah. So do you remember, Other Jen, when we started the Loki Palooza thing that I had ordered some books? Yeah. Some, like, academic books about tricksters oh, in yeah, mythology? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I read th- I read them. Mm-hmm. I read most of them. Like there were some parts where I'm like, I'm just not interested in this particular aspect or whatever. But, you know, and I read that and I was like, okay, I'm I'm not going to use these again, but I know somebody who writes about tricksters who will. Yeah. So I sent them to Original Gen. Did you? Mhm. Oh. And I I was trying to be careful and intelligent and thoughtful and I uh sent them media mail, you know, book post, Uh-oh. right? Okay. I'd never ever ever had a problem with book post before. And just to reference, she never told me she sent these to me. It was supposed to be a surprise. I wanted oh, to okay. get that. Oh my god, text. Okay. <laughs> I didn't. And it's, oh. it, it's been like two weeks, and I, I, I love that three. Your fight is really pissed at me. Like, gosh, she doesn't appreciate anything I, I do. No, I kind of forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I've slept since then. Yeah. Uh, it was supposed to be delivered at the end of July, and shit happened. So, oh wow, I was just cleaning up my desk, and I'm like, oh, look at this post office receipt. It's a good thing I kept it. I wonder if she got. Those maybe I missed the text, so I scrolled through. I'm like, no, 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 she didn't. So I'm like, hey, Jen, did you get anything in the mail from me recently? Radio OG. silence. Yeah. Just like what? She's like, what? No. Why would I, why would I get anything in the mail from yeah. you? Like, I, I, I think that's an actual quote. Like yeah. that's I I I think that's literally an actual quote. Yeah, and um, and you know I so I did a tracker on it, and it said it was literally delivered to her mailbox. Yep, and we double checked the address mm-hmm. and everything. Uh oh, but I did not get any package whatsoever. Wow, so it's a little bit ironic that Kate's package of books on tricksters went missing <laughs> like it was a trick. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's funny. I believe OG's actual quote is, and you're saying the trickster books tricked us and they are missing? <laughs> you know what? Or 
And I know I'm I'm damning this podcast, I'm saying, but maybe it's Odin again. Oh, shit. You had to say his name. <laughs> Damn, it. Oh, Damn it. I can't decide. Kim, Is we this need... a trickster act or Kim, just more do malicious? your thing. Well, you know, you do live in Florida. I'm just I saying. <laughs> I mean, like, to be fair, like, packages, like, we never get our packages. Like, half the time they go to different neighbors. Like, we had it just this week. Someone luckily Florida, was really kind hello. and came and dro- dropped it back. And yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah. So yeah, Odin's going to be in a dumpster. He's going to oh, be pissed. We, Speaking we mentioned of him. tracking. <laughs> oh dear! Oh dear! I know where this is going. Monday, we. I, ha- I told you guys this is. Uh, I'm talking you guys, the audience. This is like a big week of updates because, like, life. August is usually super slow and boring, but like life has been <laughs> happening. Um, on Monday, we literally had blow by blow reports from other Jen every 15 minutes as she tracked her daughter's phone <laughs> location <laughs> on the first day of classes for college. Yeah. I totally did. It's official. I'm a college mom now. And it's, I, I think I said this previously, maybe, maybe not. Um, she is getting the college experience that I wanted but never got. So there's a little bit of living vicariously, a mm-hmm. little bit of a little bit of jealousy. I'll own that. I can I can admit I, that. I think you're a better person for owning that because I was thinking about that and I was like, yeah, I would feel that way too. Yeah, I can I can totally admit there's I'm a little bit jealous that she's getting the college experience that I always wanted and just circumstances never got. Yeah. And so the best, <laughs> the only way that I can experience this adventure with her. I'm sorry, but you're like, it's six minutes to class and she hasn't left her room yet. And you're just lucky she doesn't listen to our podcast. Oh, but okay. Yeah. And shout out to Claire. Claire, do not tell Lucy. <laughs> what about, yeah, Claire, um, you and I need to talk because there is a financial opportunity here because Claire, oh, no. you, you and I share, we both have uh, Lucy's number. In fact, I just texted her last I night. I don't know if Claire has Lucy's number, but Claire could certainly get in touch with Lucy without a whole lot of effort. Claire? Claire would know what to do. Message me. No. <laughs> do, Claire, don't you dare tell Lucy. But look, you know what? Lucy, bless your heart. You are uh, you are awesome, and we yeah. wish you the best. For your first semester of college and what a crazy time like you will have you will be one of those classes that is like yes we were the first freshmen to go through first semester shit in a pandemic actually that would be last year's freshmen yes and no but like they're the first class to actually start in the middle of it no that would be last year's freshmen well, they were in the second half of their I'm freshman sorry, year. I'm sorry, Kate. Lucy's not special. Lucy is special. <laughs> Lucy, if you ever listen to this, you are fucking special. Yes. All right. So talking about special, we're going to actually get down to the specialness of this week's episode. 
because oh my god, oh, we're gonna record an episode. We're, we're actually, actually gonna do something? an episode. But the good news is that we've gotten all of the news for the past three weeks out of the way. And oh my god, yeah, yeah. And next week we have a super secret surprise guest, and you need to check out our social media if you yeah. want to find out who it is. Yes, yeah. So. You're actually going to have to listen to the end where we actually give our social media uh, yeah. tags. So <laughs> that's how we get you. <laughs> I mean, because we really want to get you. <laughs> but anyway, this week we're talking about an actual Greek myth, not like history, not all this like, this is what actually happened in the 47th Olympiad, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> That was all you. You know, I fully embrace and admit that. Good for you. I do, because history is here to help us. And the fact that I keep saying nothing is new means nothing is new, which also includes cougars and pool boys. Oh. (laughs) So this week, I am taking you to a hot beachside paradise where the women are goddesses and the boys are hot and dead. What? On a semi-regular basis. What? That's right. I'm talking about the original cougar and her pool boy, (laughs) Aphrodite and Adonis. This myth, girls, this myth has everything. It has all your favorites. Multiple origin stories, oh. guest appearances by myths we've talked about, okay. wait for it, Zeus <laughs> fucking things up, wow. of course, but surprisingly not fucking anything. Okay. Oh, that's that's new. Yeah. Incest surprise. Of course. A wooden chest. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Second worst boat ever. Yeah. Androgyny and fucking Ovid. Uh, oh, and death. Yeah, you mentioned death. Oh, mm. okay. So, damn it. I've already finished my drink. I know. I We're, we're going to pause because I need a refill too. <laughs> um, yeah, so I had Pinnacle Whipped today. I, I wanted something with a softer edge today. And <laughs> so I went with the Pinnacle Whipped. Uh, sorry, that evil laugh. Totally I, know. Just I know. I I also went with a soft edge with my tepid water, but in the flamingo cup. <laughs> again, at least we're back on the Wednesday rotation of the yes. fucking flamingo cup. <laughs> I actually, especially made sure it was ready today. I just wanted to bring you joy. You did. You you brought me as much joy as the picture of Kiwi judging all of our life choices when we were doing the live thing. Yeah. I'll share that picture with this week's episode. Um, Kate, what's in your cup? And is it empty already? It It, it is. You can hear the yeah. hollow ice. I it's, hope it's the ice that we specially bought you, you that know I'm what? really disappointed it's not. you used. It's I'm, not. I'm, I'm sure it's not. And that's the problem. Right? I'm saving no, my you just raspberry do it. balls. <laughs> it needs to be the raspberry balls and the, the ice dick mold. Ice. Yeah. Yep. Do I need to make? <laughs> oh, shit. No, I know what I'm doing. For... What? Oh, oh no. dear! You just spoiled Can, our you need guest. To, you know what? Bleep that name. 
That's why we have post-production. That's right. Right, right. All right. I'm writing so anyway, it down. I'm drinking Jack because I can and I do. And it's in my Irish might be whiskey cup. <laughs> okay. Yay. I've That's got it. my probably vodka cup. That's it. Yep. So yeah. <clears throat> okay. All right. Time for the disclaimer. So, yeah. So do not drink and drive cars, chariots, eight legged horses, as we covered last week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Slip here. <laughs> and penis ice cube trays. <laughs> There's a story behind that. Yeah. And don't oh, track yeah. your college kid drunk either. <laughs> 20 bucks and she'll never know. Damn it, Kate. Let's get started. A long time ago, when the world was young and there wasn't Find My Phone and elevators. Cast your mind back to uh, Other Jen's second episode with us when she kind of jumped in. Uh, uh, that was so long ago. I know. I know. Maybe it wow. was like... It, maybe it wasn't the second episode. It was, but it was one of the first five. Okay. Um, it was the myth of Pygmalion and Galatea. Yeah. You know oh, the incel. Is that the statue? Yep, the incel with his fucking fuck me statue. Okay. Yes, I remember that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah see, easy to remember reference. Yeah. <laughs> statue. <laughs> so that the island where that took place was the island of Cyprus. Okay. And it was episode 15. There oh, we go. Okay. So I also uh, mentioned the island of Cyprus in original episode three, which you can hear on Patreon, uh, <laughs> <laughs> because the island wasn't created by eons of geological process, but it was actually created by Kronos cutting off Oronos's man bits and one of his balls Fell oh, to the earth and became the island of Cyprus. God, are and from you the white serious? foam came Aphrodite. Oh my God! Stick a pin in that. Oh, I I think they'd rather we not. <laughs> um, do it anyway. Wow. So okay, on the island of Cyprus, like just picture any bad reality TV beach romance elimination show. <laughs> there was a beautiful youth called Adonis, and he was a mortal boy born on the island of Cyprus. And remember, Pygmalion and Galatea became the king and queen of Cyprus and had some kids. And, you know, we didn't really give a shit about them, and we still don't. But okay. One of them was a daughter named Matharme, and you don't need to remember that. And she married Kenrios, and you don't need to remember him either. And they had um, two boys, Adonis, and I'm not making this up, Oxyporos. Well, that, that, oh my gosh. Oh, that's, that's an 80s acne product. <laughs> they probably had a daughter named Stridex, but who records the birth of girls oh. in ancient <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> no, but literally I I may have spit up whatever I was drinking when I read Oxyporos. Oh my god. Okay. So that may explain why Adonis had this beautiful complexion and There I mean, you go. 
He was like literally the Edward Cullen of, he sparkled. Oh. Oh, no. I mean, not literally, but he could have if he wanted to. Got it. So that is one version of the birth of Adonis. Okay. If you think of that half statue, half human lineage is fucked up. Let's try this story on for size. There's another myth which calls him the son of King Theas of the Assyrians, who apparently was a Dilf. Okay. Oh my God. Very interesting. He had a daughter named Smyrna. Wait, isn't that like a place? Smirnoff? <laughs> uh, other gen has it right. <laughs> but Whoa, original gen I got geography right? <laughs> but original gen isn't wrong either. <laughs> I was going to say you should praise me. I referenced alcohol. Yeah, she's, and vodka. She, yeah, right? Yeah. So Smyrna wasn't a fan of Aphrodite for whatever reason, and that might be a myth for another episode. And we know that Aphrodite is kind of a troll already. So when she learns that Smyrna's like, I don't need love. I don't believe in love. What does Aphrodite do? Does she have a calm, rational discussion with Smyrna? Of course not. Does she send Smyrna a handsome young man to teach her the value of love? Nope. These are the Greek gods we're talking about. So, of course, Aphrodite's solution involves incest. Uh, That's how you... Incest is best, right? Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, damn. You know, maybe Aphrodite was like, this is shades of the man, the god man whose balls I came from. I don't know. But... Aphrodite makes Smyrna fall in lust, not love, oh. in lust with her father, King Theas. The, Ew. Maybe it's King Finas. I don't know. Uh, and with the help of her nurse, Smyrna manages to sleep with him for 12 nights okay. before he figures it out. Oh, my God. <laughs> Typical man. 12. Oh my god. It kind of reminds well, but like, me. Did, did he maybe figure it out on the first night? Just like, you know what? I'm just going to keep writing this out. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Kim, we need a horse. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but, you know, it also reminds me of Kronos eating five babies. Right? And it's the sixth one where Rhea's like, you know what? I'm kind of tired of this. <laughs> not not one, not two babies, not three babies, five. Anyway. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Twelve nights they sleep together. Mm. And dear old dad, when he figures it out, well, he's shocked. He has the same reaction all of us would have on discovering this horrifying thing that has befallen our child. He goes after her with his sword. Oh. And and he goes after her because it's not Aphrodite's fault or anything. And Smyrna is like, oh shit, come on gods, make me invisible or something. You got me into this myth. 
mess, meth, mess. I don't know. It's the same thing. Don't let dad kill me. It's still 2000 years until Madonna's song, Papa Don't Preach comes out. (laughs) So the gods do take pity on her. Never let it be said they are without mercy. They're just without common sense because at the very last second, they turn her into a tree. What? And nine months later, wait, wait. the tree splits open. Oh, my God. And Are there's, you? Oh. there's baby Adonis like a little acorn sitting in the trunk. Oh, my God. The, and um, then Aphrodite appears at, like she's not done enough damage. And she's like, oh, he's so beautiful. So she takes him away and she hides him in a wooden trunk. What the hell? Oh, my God. Second worst boat ever. These wooden trunks, it's got to stop. Greek mythology, go sit in the corner and think about what you've done. So basically, you've got another story of a wholesome family with wholesome family values, God, Greek God style. To sum it up, I have a little quote from the second century CE Greek mythographer and Toninus Liberalis in his Metamorphoses. Other Jen, if you would. Oh, dear. Okay. Oh, yes. There's always going to be a reading. <laughs> uh, Theus? Did I say that right? Mm-hmm. That, that's the dad, right? Yep. Finas. Okay. King Finas. <laughs> Theus? Thigh master? Um. <laughs> King Thigh master. King Thigh master. <laughs> Thias felt an urge to learn who the mother of his child was. He hid a light in his quarters, and when Smyrna came to him, she was revealed as the light was suddenly brought out. Smyrna gave birth prematurely to her child, and she raised up her arms and prayed that she might no more be seen among the living nor among the dead. Zeus changed her into a tree which was called the Smyrna, or Myrrh, after her name. It is said that each year the tree weeps tears from the wood as its fruit. Thias, father of Smyrna, did away with himself for his unlawful act. Okay, there's a lot to unpack there. There is so much to unpack, but... I also want to point out that myrrh comes from this from Smyrna, or Smyrna became the myrrh tree. So I have now ruined We Three Kings for you forever. Oh, damn it. You're welcome. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> now you're going to be like, that song involves the victim of incest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but basically, uh, you know, there's a version where she gives birth prematurely and she's like, oh, God, make me a tree. But I tend to think, I mean, if such a thing were possible, it would be like, shit, dad's going to kill me. Turn me into a, do something. And the gods are like, oh, we can make her a tree. So she goes through, <laughs> through pregnancy the- as a tree. Yeah. As one does. <sighs> And, you know, actually, so the myrrh was something that was burned uh, around the dead when you were sitting watch to make sure they didn't sit up and be like, oh, it was just a coma. It was a really deep sleep. Interesting. 
but if they were dead, uh, frankincense and myrrh were burned to uh, hide the odor of de- decomposition. Oh, yeah. Mm. Things oh, you learn. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So I didn't even have to look that up. I already knew it. That <laughs> raises of course the, you did. Of course, that raises I did. the question of why are those gifts for a baby? Uh, but moving because on, because they're actually used later. Uh, we'll we'll talk about that eventually. <laughs> in okay. A deep dive. Anyway, that's another another episode. <laughs> yeah. So now we move on to that moment where the goddess Persephone, the goddess of spring and new life, has that moment when she turns into her mom. Uh oh. So Aphrodite, being who she was, clearly hadn't prepared the nursery, and she didn't have a registry, and (laughs) honestly, she probably wasn't really an A-plus mother, and, you know, I'm pretty sure we can get Eros or Cupid, as some people, like, fuck the Romans know him, uh, to testify to that in another episode. Oh, is that his mom? Yeah. Okay. And... Aphrodite was like, okay, this was fun for about five minutes, but now he needs his diaper changed. Right. And so she gave Adonis to Persephone to foster. Mm. But once he was potty trained through the weird tween years that young boys go through, and he was kind of like a senior in high school and hot. Um, <laughs> Aphrodite was like, oh, hey, how you doing? Hey, Persephone, oh you want to give that kid back to me? And Persephone, uh, in a move that is maybe more Hades than Demeter, refuses. Mm. She's like, well, of course, wanna- she's invested all those years raising him, of course. Right. And she probably loves him. And, you know, so there's actually... The custody battle for Adonis gets weird. Surprise. Uh-oh. <laughs> I can hear your shocked original Jen. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I can hear it all the way across the country. So the custody battle for Adonis gets so bad that guess who has to step in and render judgment? Oh, damn. The person uh-huh. you would absolutely trust for sober, balanced judgment. <laughs> Zeus. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's who I want. Uh huh. <laughs> Especially in a paternity, maternity, custody suit. Yeah. Uh, there is, as there always is with the Greeks, another version where he's like, "Yeah, you know, this is tricky. I'm not going to do it." Calliope, who you're a muse, you do this. But okay. whichever the solution is, not creative because he's like, what a lot of families end up with meh split the year uh though he does split it in three a third with persephone and a third with aphrodite and a third for interestingly adonis by himself oh wow but later he's a total fucktard and adds this third to aphrodite's adonis chooses quote unquote to do this but i'm just saying grooming or maybe she promised him the Camaro of chariots. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, if you just come stay with me, like you can totally hang out and I'll get you like this really awesome chariot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what everyone wants. No curfew. <laughs> no curfew. Here's the key to the liquor cabinet. Yeah. Um, 
also, uh, Aphrodite threw a massive tantrum at the time of the judgment because she's like, I get him for a third of the year. <laughs> and for some reason, this didn't end well for some guy named Orpheus. Ooh. And yeah, who? Yeah, he, he's the patron god of music in mm-hmm. Greek mythology, but another issue for another time. So Ooh. most analysis of the myths say that Persephone held a strictly maternal love for Adonis, while Aphrodite was like, hurry up and get legal so we can fuck. Oh my god! But it's totally legit to wonder if Persephone did want a bit of Adonis D because like, the myths are like, everybody did. No one beheld him that didn't want his D. Okay. Like, literally, Hercules had the hots for him. What? Oh. Is so that did Apollo. Down? Like, yes. seriously? Yes, <gasps> so did Apollo. Yeah. In fact, Apollo and Adonis became lovers. Oh. And <sighs> even had threesomes with Aphrodite. Oh. I mean, you gotta. And okay. And remember back to um, the episode on the Olympics where I was talking about how we in our modern world absolutely understand why that's fucked up and we don't condone it. Mm-hmm. But back in that context, in that time period, that was a cultural norm for a beardless youth uh, to be mm-hmm. mentored and fucked oh, yeah. by an older yeah. man. And oh, so if- Apollo is the older man in this as scenario. Oh, okay. Got it. I mean, All Apollo right. is like a god, so he's like really older. Gotcha. Hercules would be more like on the edge of, have you ever heard my friends taught me gay math? No. Half your no. age plus seven. That's as young oh, as yeah. you can go. That's as young as oh. you can go without being sketchy. Okay. Oh, Righty, which gets yeah, yeah my more my depressing every totally year. Doing math right now, <laughs> yeah, it gets more depressing every year you live. Anyway, uh, moving on, <laughs> moving on. So, uh, yeah, Apollo, Aphrodite, and Adonis, original Gen. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I would like you to read this bit from second century CE, the Greek mythographer mm-hmm. Ptolemy Hephaestion. Okay. Adonis, having become androgynous, behaved as a man for Aphrodite and as a woman for Apollo. The son of Apollo was punished because he had seen Aphrodite after her union with Adonis and Apollo, irritated, changed himself into a wild boar, and <gasps> killed Adonis by striking through his defenses. <gasps> that's that's a lot to unpack. Oh my god! A wild boar! Was it a golden boar? Was you it glowing? Pornhub has nothing on this. You look at all those like naughty stepson. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, if it doesn't involve a boar, it doesn't. Oh my god! But first of all, I'd like to point out that the original text does say androgynous, which is actually really interesting because yeah, you know. As a, a male-identified youth gets older in Greek culture, they move 
from being sort of, you know, doted upon by mothers and sisters, but still identified as a boy to being a father mentor patriarch who, you know, can still fuck young boys, but is Mm. culturally contextually identified as a straight male Mm -hmm. because he has to marry and produce heirs. Mm -hmm. Ah. So, you know, persisting in androgyny um, is an unusual uh, circumstance upsetting kind of way of being. And I just, I just think it's interesting given, especially like, you know, what we talked about with the Olympics and the culture around that, that, you know, Adonis was a switch. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And, you know, honestly, nothing is new. The hot stepmom teaches hot stepson. Yeah. And the plumber gets involved. (laughs) (laughs) The pizza delivery guy. Yeah. Yeah. The hot pizza delivery guy. Yeah. Because it's round like the sun. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I'm getting a lot of Loki vibes here. I was going to say, yeah, definitely. Except Loki doesn't get killed by a boar. Well, you know, and Adonis really isn't smart. Oh, Oh, Jen. did yeah, Odin yeah. just? I know. Okay. I'm here. I don't Damn know it. why. I know. Can you hear me? <laughs> yes, we can okay. hear you. But other Odin's... Jen, this is your fault. I just it's... want to point out before we started recording, you I... fucking ruined cool? it. <laughs> I'm here, though. I swear. I'm not going to okay, say his name. You Look, uh, we him praise shall Odin, be bringer of the rain and the thunder. And yes, we do a praise circle for him now. Each, <laughs> you know, I'm going to make Persian turkey burgers tonight, and I'm going to offer one of them up to Odin. You know what? Like, oh, next Odin, week we have no trouble. Usual... There uh, we go. You know, Odin, I know it's not your usual cuisine, but you're going to like it. It's from the Skinny Taste Cookbook. <laughs> Trust me on this. <laughs> I might have some sweet potato fries in the freezer I can offer up. We're low there on groceries go. today. I'll, I'll have <laughs> Spanakopita. Yeah. Okay. Spanakopita? Yeah. That. <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, okay. Sorry. It just... I, 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 that was like one of the first Greek words I ever learned. Spanakopita? It was the, the only way Spanakopita. I could eat Spanakopita. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So, so okay, so, so we had a Adonis was with killed an by Adonis. a boar. Yeah, see, Loki was dead. killed by Heimdall, so that's that's the difference there. But very, yeah. very similar. Okay, no, not so. it, why? It's a boar. No, I know not Heimdall's similar in how they boar. died. I'm talking similar in their their androgyny and just uh, okay. With, yeah. I, yeah, I I would go with you with that, but the death is not. Trust me, because. Um, because just like Loki's the Greeks, still alive. We still got. I mean, we just watched him on TV a few weeks ago. <laughs> There's, you a, know what? I'm a second really, version of yeah, how was, <laughs> Adonis is killed. Okay, <laughs> oh, because, I think he gets killed. Like, why? He just uh, wanted to have a good uh, time. We'll get to that. 
we'll get to that. You think I, mean, I what gave a party away this, for a threesome? You know what? You'll you think <laughs> you I go for some? You go. For, I you didn't want to get impaled that way. <laughs> you know, spit roasting and spit roasting. <laughs> I'm holding back so many. Why? Oh, Why are you? Please bring it on. No. <laughs> It's not like anybody we know listens, <laughs> except for Claire, Claire and Noreen, and we love you guys. And, and, the- and occasionally my mother. Oh. I, I, I hear. Well, I mean, I I can talk to her. I mean, I, I she know. should know by this point that I've led you down the garden path. Oh, I know. And I'm sure she's like. I hear. Yeah. <laughs> Our mothers talk and they give us news of each other. Like, it's, yeah. it's like, we have no idea. Did you know that Kiwi needs to get spayed? <laughs> wow. Like, like we would have no idea we know what the other does because we never talk about these things. Oh, oh no. <laughs> no. No. Anyway. Um, but oh. just like the Greeks, there is another version of Adonis's death because oh. – Aphrodite was technically married to Ares, oh. the god of war. Oh, okay. And oh. so I I was listening to the <laughs> a horse is a horse, of course, of course. Unless, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was listening to that episode the other couple days ago, and I was like, wait, you know, we were saying that Freya is the goddess of both love and war, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have Aphrodite, the straight-up goddess of love, who is married to the god of war. Interesting. Huh, that is interesting. Yeah, and I'm just like, huh, you know, it's kind yeah. of a... It, like, they maybe the Norse made it a combo. But the like, Norse were just more Too many efficient. people to remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. It's, it is very interesting, though, how there are these similarities. Yeah, again, it's and, kind I, of this- and also, you know, keep in mind... These myths are around anywhere, you know, the oral tradition probably started anywhere from 2000 BCE all the way up to 800, 700 Mm -hmm. BCE. So, and then you've got a good thousand years before Snorri, what's his nuts? Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Snorri Sturluson or Sturluson? I... I Both always pronounce wrong the- and I can't pronounce it correctly. So fine. Sure. Okay. I, I yeah. can't remember where the E goes. It's Sturluson yeah. or Sturluson. So oh, anyway. In the weeds. Yeah. In the weeds. Icelandic asshole. Anyway. <laughs> so Ares, okay. Ares got jealous and he turned himself into a boar to kill Adonis. So still killed by a boar. Still killed by a boar. But. Is it Ares? Well, and see, you know what? But again, but Freya, I just want to say, Freya had a pet boar. What? Yes. Along with Frey? Yeah, and he had the golden boar, and she had a pet boar. Wait, oh wait. Did she God. have the pet boar before he acquired the golden I boar? I believe so. <gasps> I know. It's, it's, this All is right, interesting. Save this for questions and shit, because okay. I um, need to talk about this. Anyway. Writing so, it down. The, at the end of the day, Adonis is killed by a boar. <laughs> uh, but 
you think I'm giving away the plot with that, but I'm not because Aphrodite was it. I have to say it's kind of like a bad rom-com. There was a rom-com with Sigourney Weaver and Jennifer. She was on party of five, Jennifer Love Hewitt. And they were con artists, like, going for, like, these guys at resorts. That's kind of what happened with Aphrodite and Adonis. So she's a high-maintenance older woman who falls for a hot young outdoorsman. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah. And this part of the story is, you guessed it, from Ovid. Because nothing quite says melodramatic mess like, how did Gilly put it? That (laughs) soft-boiled motherfucker. Yeah. Ovid. (laughs) Classic. Anyway, Ovid claims that while Aphrodite was kissing her son Eros. Wait. I feel like Eros must be like a, a major whore. Eros has issues, as we'll discover eventually. I actually am Team Eros. What? For reasons. Okay. Oh, big reasons. All right. Aphrodite is kissing her son Eros. Notice it's not Eros is kissing Aphrodite. Okay. When one of his arrows of love grazed her by accident. Mm. Did it, though? Immediately, she pushed him away. Was it really an accident? And she went after that other really, really cute young guy just over there. Oh, Just saying. You know, maybe it's a reach, but maybe there's some subtext. Okay. Pointing it out. Anyway, turns out that Adonis was really like a teenager who was more interested in hunting than romance, which hunting being ye old equivalent of uh, Marvel and PlayStation, or maybe it's Xbox. I don't know. I'm old. <laughs> I'm, a I'm not expert. sure what they play right now. I, I play Xbox. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, you know, it could be Sega. Or I know wait. it's not that. <laughs> Yeah. You know, Nintendo I know Switch. that they, they actually have like headsets <laughs> now and they talk yeah. to other people. And yep. I'm like, how do you talk to other people? The goddamn internet. Anyway. <laughs> so <clears throat> for the rest of the story, I am actually going to just read from Ovid because there's no way I can make it better. Oh, wait. And but- isn't Adonis is dead. There's more to the story. We're we're stepping back. I'm telling you the ending and then sort of rewinding. Oh. Kim, okay. sound effect. Uh, and I'm rewinding to give us how we got there. Okay. Because it's Ovid. Melodramatic motherfucker. Yeah. She shunned heaven. To heaven, she preferred Adonis. Him she clung to. He was her constant companion. She, who always used to 
idle in the shade and take such pains to enhance her beauty, i.e. she got waxed in many and petty regularly, (laughs) roamed across the hills, through the woods, and over to grandmother's house we go via (laughs) brambly boulders. With her dress knee-high like Artemis, the virgin who never waxes, urging (laughs) on the hounds, chasing the quarry when the quarry was safe, does and low-leaping hares and antlered deer, but keeping well away from brigand wolves and battling boars and bears well-armed with claws and lions soaked in the slaughter of herds. So basically she's, she's helicopter, uh, cougaring saying, yes, let's go hunting, but just bunnies. Don't, don't go after anything dangerous, honey. Okay. She warned Adonis too, if warnings could have been of any use to a teenager (laughs) to fear those beasts. (laughs) Lucy, I yeah. feel like there's a warning here for you. <laughs> the eye roll. That's all you're getting. That's all you're getting is the eye roll. The sigh. No, I'm the- not getting the eye roll because I'm cool Aunt Kate. So yeah, you are. <laughs> I know, right? Be brave when backs are turned. But when they're bold, never provoke quarry that's nature's armed, lest your renown should cost me dear. Not youth. Not beauty nor charms that move Aphrodite's heart, that's me, can ever move lions or bristly boars, they don't wax, or eyes <laughs> or minds of savage beasts. In his curved tusks, a boar wields lightning. Ooh! Ooh! Oh gosh. Put a pin like, in that. Like tawny lions <laughs> launch their charge in giant anger. Hello, Gryffindors out there, whatever. Creatures <laughs> of that kind, I hate. Is that petty okay. or what? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What, and when Adonis asked her why, I'll tell, she said, a tale to astonish you of ancient guilt and magic long ago. And I'm going to actually skip this part because it's literally them making out while she tells him about lions. Oh my God. What That's the That's pretty hell? fantastic. No, Are it you would get serious? To, this episode is already long enough. I'll, I'll, maybe oh I'll read God. it in the Patreon. <gasps> yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Her warning given. Aphrodite made her way, drawn by her silver swans across the sky, because that's how she rolls. She has like a, oh, a swan cat. Now see, swan Freya has, has a one by cats. Wow, sounds pretty you know, similar. I I I'm not casting shade on cats because there are cats that I love, but I'm just fa- saying that swans and cats. There are moments when the temperament, I can see it. Yeah. Kind of similar. Yeah. If you've ever been bitten by a Russian murder cat named Mashik. Yeah. Just saying. (laughs) It's kind of like being chased by a swan at the uh, garden, like the Boston public garden. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's not <laughs> happened to me. But Adonis's bold heart rebuffed her warning words. Whatever, mom, I'm going to do what I want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's Lucy. It chanced his <laughs> hounds hot on a well-marked scent. Uh, put a pin in this, all you conspiracy theorists out there. Put up a boar lying hidden in the woods, and as it broke away, Adonis speared it. A slanting hit. Um, Just take that phrase for a moment and let your mind go to the gutter. And quick with its curved snout, the savage beast dislodged the bloody point and charged Adonis as he ran in fear for safety. And it sank its tusks deep into his groin. Oh my God. And stretched him out dying on the yellow sand. Wow. I will say there is a major artery on your inner thigh. Yep. So I love that that's where it went. They say like groin. Groin is so ambiguous. It yeah. is a bit in this. Yeah. You know, yeah. and there are two tusks. So there are two points of entry. So it could be both. I'm just saying there are lots of possibilities here. Yeah. I apologize to the male members of our audience <laughs> who are actually. Oh, they're, they're cringing right now. Um, Gilly, yeah. add Aaron. We, we do love you. We do not wish boars upon you. <laughs> anyway, to resume, Aphrodite was riding in her dainty chariot, winged by her swans, across the middle air, making for Cyprus. She's like, fuck it. I'm getting in the HOV lane. I don't care if it's just me. <laughs> When she heard afar Adonis's dying groans, Mom! <laughs> and thither turned her snowy birds. And when from heaven on high she saw him lifeless, writhing in his blood. Wait, lifeless? Lifeless writhing? and writhing? It. Hmm. it questions they and shit? They didn't have editors back then. No. You know, questions and shit. She rent her garments, tore her lovely hair, making her just right for a Fabio cover, and bitterly beat her breast, and springing down, reproached fate. Even so, not everything shall own your sway. Memorials of my sorrow, Adonis, shall endure. It's like Susan Lucci at the daytime Emmys. (laughs) Each passing year, your death repeated in the hearts of men, but actually mostly women, shall reenact my grief and my lament in the Adonaya festival. She goes and... She made a festival to celebrate his death. Well, I have to do something. I hope it was like an orgy. (laughs) He would have wanted it that way. Right. (laughs) Ask me again in questions and shit. Oh, damn. (laughs) She goes on and sprinkles him with nectar, which... Was it nectar? uh, You know, (laughs) nectar is an interesting choice of translation. Uh Uh-oh. 
You know, with this myth, you can let your mind go in the gutter and you're not going to be wrong. Oh my God. She sprinkles him with nectar, which makes the blood red anemone flower grow. Anemone? Isn't that? It's, it's, um. Didn't I learn that word from Nemo? (laughs) So an anemone flower is. Google it. It kind of looks almost like an aster. Okay. It's, they grow wild here in California, in Southern California. Oh, I just Googled it. That's gorgeous. Isn't it? That's so pretty. Especially red. Yeah. So she can do all of this, like make flowers grow and shit, but she can't save him, even though she's a goddess. Wow. Just, you know... Just or is she just not out. thinking that? What she can't, uh, or she just uh, doesn't think about it. Questions and shit. So, I I do know because the Greek gods are dumbasses, and when it comes to actually doing something useful, they don't. And that's the moral of the story. Yeah. Don't trust the Greek gods, and we'll be right back. After this, with questions and shit. We now return to the Drunk Mythology Gals for part two, questions and shit. So I'm going to let you guys lead because I think I'm going to save my little thing for the very end. Because it works that way. Okay, so the the question notes that I wrote down, mm-hmm. we have the similarities with Freya of, you know, she has a pet boar, she has a chariot pulled by cats, um, she's married, did I get, the- no, she is also the goddess of war, because, mm-hmm. you know, the Norse were just way more efficient. Um, <laughs> well, I had, you know, 1,200 1200- years actually no 2000 years to kind of like get their act together right yeah so they're like you know two just characters saying. please just and you know female power you know women mm-hmm. we can do it all absolutely yeah so kate you said you had questions about freya having a pet boar and her who was it frey that yeah, has her the glowing, yeah her brother mm-hmm. has the glowing boar so, you know, I, 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 I know Snorri did a lot of recording of the poetics at a, oh. and whatever. Um, but is it indicated anywhere in the research, like whether Freya, the myth of Freya having a pet boar was before Frey got the glowing boar? I, I'm not as familiar with that yet, but from what I, I have studied like it seems like she had this before Frey got his boar and its name was Hildisvini wow battle swine what what, what? Hogwarts its name yeah. is Hogwarts <laughs> Hiddleston yeah <laughs> oh god I had a dream about him last night oh damn <laughs> but you know whenever i dream about tom hiddleston it's not like 
a, an epic romantic dream. It's always like a massively inconvenient, like, <laughs> oh, gosh. why don't you have a flushing toilet in this flat? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I put a picture from uh, Cursey Wikipedia of her and her boar. It looks like oh. you can also ride the boar into battle just like his. So it's cute that they have matching boars now. But hers does not glow. Huh. Hers is the OG boar. Yeah. Yeah. That yep. is a, you know, I'm just going to say, first of all, is this an original illustration? And second, oh dear. it's <laughs> no, a it is really not. tiny <laughs> image. It's not really convenient. <laughs> I'm really sorry it couldn't be in color as well. You know, oh. I'm just saying. Uh, no. But you know what? She is very naked. So you can appreciate that. Oh, she is. You know, she is. Riding a boar. it's so small. Naked. Yeah. It's hard to, like, why won't Discord? Did you just say her breasts are small? Now she's going to start cursing us. No, Damn no, it. I didn't Wait. say her breasts are small. I'm saying it's hard in Discord to, like, for some reason it's not. Kate said hard. Oh, my God. It is Hiddlesvinny. It's Hiddleston. It is. a boy named Hiddleston. I knew I had a dream about that for a reason, but you know, uh, so here's, here's another question. And this is an honest one. It's probably a little way too in the weeds, but so, you know, uh, Aphrodite has a little chariot pulled by swans. Freya has a one pulled by cats. Are the cats mm -hmm. by any chance white? I actually like do not swans? know. I do hmm. not know. And why cats? I mean, has anyone Cats tried? Cats are her thing. Have you ever seen a Norwegian forest cat? Uh, has anyone Those ever tried? fucking giant. They're, we have the phrase herding cats for a reason because you can't control cats. <laughs> how do you have a, how do you get them no, to they cooperate? Were, they, were, they were gray. They were gray. Okay. Mm -hmm. Nor hmm. They, they sound like Norwegian forest cats. Yeah. I think that's probably what they are. Okay, alrighty. Yeah, I'm just looking at the uh, Google images, and yep, yep. If you wanted to have like a little mini lion, that's uh, that's what you could have. Yeah, those yeah. cats are enormous. Oh my yeah. god! I I know. Okay, so these are not like obnoxious house cats. No. Other gen Google. Oh my god! Live Google that shit. Because, okay. so, uh, you know, it is interesting. And my little uh, in the weeds brain is like, huh, I wonder if they had swans, you know, yeah. at the time, all that far north. But then the climate, you know, I think of Boston. I'm like, yeah, they yeah. have swans there. But then they well, have swan houses. I can't yeah. decide. Well, and another thing that Frey is also associated with is death. Like how Odin collects warriors for Valhalla. She has her own hall that she collects, like, battle for, slain for her for herself not for valhalla but no for she her, has her own like, hall her own hall which i, I don't remember the name of it right now we're gonna need but an like, episode on that but it's that this is very fascinating to me because i don't know as much about aphrodite so this is just this is interesting to yeah, kind of see so all these similarities aphrodite is she's she's a shit starter she's a pot stirrer um there's 
There's actually a phrase in French, and I know it's like, but it really describes it perfectly. It's allumeuse, which means she's a matchstick. Uh-huh. Like, okay. you know, she's, there was also, um, I remember reading in college when I was living in France and studying at the Sorbonne. In the Paysan, the successful peasant, which was a book from the 18th century, 17th century that we had to read, um, there was a description of a noblewoman at her leisure who was always innocent, but by little exclamations of "No!" and "I thought she would never do that," and "How could he do that?" I, you mustn't tell me that she said all those things knowing that people couldn't resist actually telling her and starting shit by it. So technically she's innocent, but she incites other people to start shit. And that's kind of what I feel like Aphrodite is. So she's not the goddess of war, but she is an instigator, which kind of, you know, it makes sense that she's married to Ares, the god of war. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, uh, well, there's... Do you want another f- fun thing? <laughs> well, you know, if you think about it, like, well, think of all the drunken bar fights you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I mean, and even the ones that don't quite get to fisticuffs and yes. the ones that do get to fisticuffs, it always starts over something stupid. Oh, always. Yeah. And, you know, at the root of it, sex, sexual inadequacy, jealousy, whatever. Like, there's always that little piddly shit thing behind it. So, you know, Aphrodite being married to Aries and being sort of squished into one uh, with Freya is actually... You know, over the course of almost 2,000 years, and they both mentioned chariots. Yeah. Also, just saying that shows chariots were still a happening thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so, Jen, I know you put a pin in lifeless and writhing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. So, come on, editor. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like one. after after death, there can still be um, muscle contractions and twitches, and oh. it's not because the brain is sending active synaptic electrical impulse signals, but you know it, it's uh, a result of decay. Oh, and gas. Okay. Oh, so, okay. You know, it, it's it's not so much writhing in like the Hollywood sense, but you know, dead bodies have been known to twitch. Okay. And you know, like, got it. Like flap their hand or, you know, it just, it, it's because, you know, while the brain and all the major organs are dead, dead, the individual cells take longer to die. And in that decaying process, they give rise to bacteria Uh, and gas. And those chemical processes 
are alive and kicking, literally. Right, right. Got so, it. Okay, so writhing, they, like you said, they don't mean it in a Hollywood sense of, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm dying. They, they don't mean it in that sense. Okay. Right. Gotcha. So, you know, she could have seen him lifeless and just twitching. And, you know, it, it, it's interesting because then you wonder, you know, the care of dead bodies in a family usually fell to women all throughout history. So, you know, them being able to say, yeah, yeah, dead bodies twitch, they writhe, they fart, right. they do all kinds of things, you know. Um, <clears throat> so another episode for another time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and what else do we have? The, the festival, the Adonia. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. This has been posited by anthropologists as being a ritual of rebellion for women. It's like a steam, a pressure valve that huh. lets them let off steam mm-hmm. about the fucked up restrictive society they lived in. Okay. And they could go back to their, you know, very circumscribed lives after this festival but once a year they took on the role of aphrodite and they quote unquote mourned for the death of youth and beauty and love hmm because hmm. adonis again is kind of the personification of edward cullen good or bad you know, I'm not putting a judgment val- a value judgment on it, but I'm saying, you know, every generation has that iconic figure. Right. Like for some people it was Leonardo DiCaprio in Titanic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not me. Not um, me either. <laughs> I I have issues with yeah. him. But yeah. You know, there's there's a youth idol. You know, uh, Justin Bieber, Zac Efron, uh, you know, that is sort of, we look back as we get older and we're like, oh, isn't that cute that, you know, I thought he was so like, you know, if you were a Justin Timberlake fan, original Jen, just no judgment, just saying. Um, I saw the posters. Anyway. <laughs> or maybe that was my cousin. I don't know. Yeah, I only had like one tiny little poster and it was just about the band in general, not Justin Timberlake. I actually mm-hmm. didn't care about him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. All anyway. Right. Uh, and so the last question we wrote down was, why didn't she save him? She could make flowers grow. Mm-hmm. Was she just incapable of saving him or did she just not think of it because she was so stricken in grief well so it's you know it's interesting because as a goddess who kind of had a hand in his creation oh yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah usually gods are allowed a little bit of leeway in 
you know, either prolonging the life or protecting, you know, think, think of Achilles, think of Hercules, like, you know, there are a lot of gods and out there who have uh, illegitimate kids and they're allowed a certain amount of interference to keep them until they can be lifted to the stars in legend and myth. Okay. But I think that, you know, it's a matter of being there because it seems like, you know, either all the gods that, you know, protect their mortal offspring in some way, or, you know, their mortally inspired offspring, um, they're kind of there on the scene when they die. And, oh. and they can, it's almost like CPR. So this was a case of she got there too late. Yeah. I mean, again, like think about CPR. Okay. Yeah. Because, you know, if you're right there on the scene and Mm -hmm. you can get that heart, you know, pumping, you can prevent, you know, a loss of oxygen to the brain. You can, you know, you can mitigate a lot of circumstances with it. But after a while, there's not much CPR can do. Right, right, right. And they had a very, like rudimentary version of CPR, which was basically pounding on someone's chests, which Mm. could also be part of the interpretation of, you know, pounding the ground and rending your garments and, you know, the beating on a corpse of come back, come back, you know. Right. Just a thought. So I think it's, in this case, it strikes me as if I had to translate it to real world circumstances, Aphrodite was, you know, five minutes too late. Damn. And also, you know, the, the Adonia festival, it was, it it was an expression of sexual energy for women. Oh, see, I was waiting for that. You didn't mention that. I was, yes. I was kind of like, huh, interesting. Uh, a Greek There's festival a dialogue. Sex. It's not a long dialogue. <laughs> it's a short dialogue that I would actually love for you, an original gen, to read. Oh, dear. Uh, it's about two bourgeois women in Alexandria. Okay. Uh, during the Hellenistic period after Alexander conquered Egypt, who attend the Adonia and... Yeah, they're there for the festival and all that, but really they're gossiping about their dildo maker. Oh my God. <laughs> and I, I just feel that this is a legitimate historical document that needs to be shared <laughs> That's on special. Patreon. So, but, you know, it was an expression of sexual energy. It was also a chance for women to mourn miscarriages. Oh, Okay. Because, you know, uh, I've had miscarriages and, you know, once a year I take out the little memory box and I cry and that's it. And that's, yeah. you know, so there's a lot to unpack that n- it seems like there's far more scholarship to do on this. So anyway. okay. And actually this myth kind of reminded me of Balder. 
because of the maternal figure who warns him about, you know, don't eat peanuts. <laughs> and he dies young, pretty, and useless. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, that's true. I'm just. Huh. That, that has kind of lost similarities again. Wow. Who is Baldur's mother? Is it Frigg? Uh, Frigg, yeah. Okay, so it's not Freya, it's Frigg. No, yeah, it's Frigg. So who's, who's she with again? Frigg is uh, the wife of Odin. Okay. Kind of it. equivalent to Hera, right? In a way, yeah. And she's kind of like a like a, a a witch as well. Like she can she can see the everyone she knows everyone's futures, mm-hmm. but she won't tell them. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so kind of an interesting figure. Yeah. Now some say though that Freya is also a wife of Odin. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And he is also known as a god of war and death. So you have that as well. You know, mm. uh, there's a lot of death. Like, yeah. I'm just going to say the Greeks were pretty, like, straightforward. They had Hades, who ruled the dead, and then they had Thanos, who was actually death. Like, they didn't mm-hmm. slip in death for every other god. They're like, oh, yeah. he's the god of war and death. You know, she's the god of the harvest and death. <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like the Vic- the Norse mythology is like he's the god of door hinges and death. <laughs> I yeah, that's basically accurate. <laughs> so, like, if you don't have death in your title, you're just like not all that. <laughs> it's like Mean Girls, but with death. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? The Burn Book. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we talked about that recently. <laughs> It's the death book. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yep. All right. So that's what I got. So that is why I asked um, other Jen to look out for Hot Cabana Boys. Yeah. 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 There were. She reported that it was kind of a failure. Yeah. I mean, there were some kids. I say kids because, you know, my age compared to 18-year-olds. They're kids. And there were some I would label cute but i wouldn't have labeled any of them hot yeah they were like you just want to pat them on the head and go oh you know that is- <laughs> and to be clear i only asked her to look at legal <laughs> like you know clearly legal but young you know to yeah. see if there was just anything and I did not ask her to act on it or no. anything <laughs> sketchy. No, 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 no. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I had too many responsibilities that trip. Yes. Yeah. That's and a whole other story. All, honestly, in all the tropical vacations I've ever done, I've seen like two guys really? that were like, I'm really hot. And I avoided them like the plague. I'm <laughs> like, oh, boy. And yeah. No, Nope, nope, nope. That would probably be me too. Yeah. 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 So, wow. Interesting story. Yeah. Anybody drunk? I I mean, I... No, but I'm starving. (laughs) Original Jen is hangry, which we can all tell. It's cold now too. (laughs) And I'm just... (laughs) The air conditioner has... pleasing you. 
the air conditioner has done its job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go complaining of the heat before we hit record. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I do want to make one note really quick. Did you notice that we had had no more issues with our recording? People <gasps> offered I, up our dinner. I yes. oh, yeah. So we're going to have to post pictures of whatever is going to be on the plate. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I will because make otherwise, sweet potato fries. <laughs> you know what? Uh, we're, I'm just saying um, I, I don't want to curse Kim's equipment, but I, she's the only one who hasn't made a sacrifice yet. So <laughs> oh, Nick, you're listening. <laughs> I will take I, a swig of whiskey in her stead for you. Okay. Yeah, there we go. You need not curse for equipment <laughs> just saying uh, so we yeah. said there was gonna be you know at the end we would tell who our guest is next week i no, i thought you had to find out through social media yeah oh is that so we're yeah. not going to so nope. we're just saying we have a guest we're still not going to name the guest yep except on our social media yep I, and it's going to be okay, an this, awesome guest. I'm so excited for it. This seems a little backwards. Marketing. Come on, Kate. Put on your marketing hat. We want people to listen. That is that is so, true. So social media should be. Okay. So between. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. And this episode isn't coming out till next Wednesday. Okay. All right. Fine. Um, yeah. We'll talk off, off record. We'll talk yeah. What are we doing? I, so I are we, what are we doing. naming the let's guest just, or not? No, let's do it on social media because <laughs> we can and I can't make a judgment. You shouldn't want me making a judgment call right now. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Okay. Well, the social media will trigger people to listen to the episode. That's right. With so our guests. Don't forget to add yourself to our social media scrolls on Instagram at Drunk Mythology Gals. And I will actually be more active on there now that I am in recovery. <laughs> on at least Twitter. for surgery. Yeah. <laughs> on Twitter at Drunk Myth Gals. And on Facebook. I'm getting back in the game this week. Uh, Drunk Mythology Gals. Hi again, Claire. Don't tell Lucy. Hi, Noreen. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have a website, drunkmythologygals.com. <laughs> uh, and Patreon at patreon.com slash drunkmythologygals. Where we will have the dildo dialogue. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> or email. We do have an email address. It's uh, <laughs> it's a coin toss whether I check it or not. I seriously, I challenge any listener send an email and see how long it takes me to respond. Drunk right. myth, drunk mythology gals at gmail.com. And as always, especially last week, oh my god, she put the top spin on all <laughs> the sound sound effects Kim for doing the thing. And probably this week, too, because, oh, my God, Odin, we love you, Odin. We love you. <laughs> Who started this thing with Odin that we have to actually placate that asshole? I mean, anyway, thank you again for joining us. Please subscribe. Leave a rating or review. Please, please, please. Like, just click that five-star thing. And 
or four star or whatever, but I mean, just do it and tell your friends and family about us, especially if uh, you have a brother or sister and you're like, you know what? I want a pet boar. And I think my brother or sister or maybe first cousin should also have a pet boar because we should keep this all in the family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just saying. And finally, always remember as long as no one tells Lucy, if the gods can behave badly, so can you. And I just hit my pop filter. <laughs>